Yo, Counter-Attack Podcast with myself, Daps. We're back again. Let me just fix this chair, get that up. So um, it's been a while since I had a player on for you guys. I can't remember who the last player that I had on was, but, you know, we've been in the background working. And um, now that things are starting to come together again, I thought I'd bring him back with a bang special guest today. Um, guys, make sure you keep liking, subscribing, sharing. So click that subscribe button wherever it comes up on your screen. Make sure you click it, subscribe to the content and um, yeah, share it with everyone because we're about to go on a mad run right now. And the best way to to bring, you know, bring in a new run is with um, young player. I was going to get him on the podcast earlier on in the year, but to be honest, I'm acting like it was my decision. It really wasn't my decision, but um, we got him on now. Um, exciting player, man. Currently on loan to um, Blackburn from Liverpool. We've got the star boy, Harvey Elliott. So I'm just going to bring him in and um, we're just going to have a, you know how we do, just general chit chat as always. Going to get him in nice. He's going to have to fix his camera because his camera is going to be slanted. Yo, Harves. Hello. Yo, your, your camera, it's gone back. So just fix it again. Has it gone back again? And then go side. We're live, by the way. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, this ain't no, this ain't no Sky Sports production. This is, <laughs> this is a real, <laughs> real production. But no, how's man? What's good, man? Yeah. All good, thank you. How about you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Are you nervous? Nah, never. Nah, I love never that. nervous. Never nervous. Not nervous on media. In media, I'm not nervous on the pitch. Love it. But, Nothing to be nervous about. Uh, that's what you think. I'm coming to mess you up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um, yeah, man. How's life? What's what's been, you know, what's it been like for you? Just you know, COVID. We're coming out of it now. How you been keeping? You know, at the start of COVID, it was it was tough. Um, obviously, like with football and stuff like that, not not being able to do the thing that I love in a way, um, yeah. like it it affected me and. Um, I just caused problems upon myself, really. Um, just like unnecessary problems. Just not, I think it's just not being able to like go out and play football, like engage with the boys and stuff like that. Like it was just, for me, it was really, really hard. Um, How did you, I how think did you with that, sort of, I just hid away from it all, in all fairness. Just, just kept myself to myself. Like I didn't really tell anyone and didn't really talk to anyone. Um, Cause it wasn't like I didn't want to. I didn't want to seem like I was, I was like a soft person. Cause uh, like I don't really, don't really like to show my emotion. Like I just wanted to deal with it myself. Um, but I mean, I, I came through it, um, and I, I guess it was hard for everyone really not being able to do what they could do. Um, just even like the things like going to the shops and stuff. Like everything was just fully, fully locked down. Like all we could do was just go out for a walk and and uh, get exercise by doing that. Um, but I think now this one sort of it's it's, it's been like a a life lesson I would say in in how to um, react and how to to like um, just look after yourself and yeah yeah just look like look after yourself look after like your loved ones and just to check up on people now like throughout this lockdown I've been messaging people and stuff like that seeing if they're alright keeping in touch with people. I mean, it's helped a lot, obviously, with football as well. Like, we, we've been able to play and train and stuff, so it's helped. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it must have been hard for everyone, really. Yeah, no, I can I can totally imagine that. And 
to be honest, when I asked how you were, I wasn't really expecting such a deep answer, but I'm so happy. I'm so happy that, that, that you did because there are other people who are going to be listening to this and they're going to, they're probably going to think that they're alone in it. And you, big boy footballer, you know, up and coming, you're going through the same thing. So to hear that you come through it as well, you're just like everyone else, I'm definitely sure that's going to help them. So like when you are going through that, as a young player, who who can you kind of like turn to and, and talk to? Like what what is your what helps you in the in those moments or who helps you? Just my my family really. Like my family have been supportive ever ever since I first started playing football and started getting into football. Um, they've always put me first before anything else. They've always drove me around, always looked after me, always supported me. Um, and to be fair, even even my girlfriend as well. She she sort of she bigged me up in a way mm. and she, she she tries to do it in a way not to make me big-headed yeah um, <laughs> but like she's just she's just trying to make me feel good about myself now but I mean I mean my family my family and friends really like they're, they're all supportive they've all they've all had their problems in the past and problems with themselves and um, I think at the end of the day family's key if you if like you need a, a good family and a big family around you and me personally, they just keep me going throughout. Um, like even, even before COVID and stuff, like I'll do everything for them. I'd want to achieve everything for them because of everything they've been through, and put themselves through to get me in the position where I am today. Um, yeah. So no matter no matter how old I am, no matter where I am in the future, like I'd always I'll always go back to them and ask them for advice. Um, if I'm having trouble with something, I'd always go back and ask them. Yeah, and no, I love that man, and and you know it's it's true that we, we we need our family and for those of us who are lucky enough to have them you know to be able to turn to them is, is is a blessing man so so i'm i'm proper happy for you man and obviously you know you've come through that feeling better feeling good you know and had your 18th birthday so i wish you a happy yeah. birthday obviously in your messages you didn't get back to me but cool but um the amount of the amount of messages i just had to put my phone down man. every every two seconds like, ping, 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 ping. you know what I, my head in. I can imagine yeah because and this is this is coming from someone whose messages can blow but i can imagine the state of your your inbox your inbox must be stupid must be absolutely stupid it's crazy man it's like 99 plus every single day it's, Obviously, I respect and, and love everyone showing me love and messaging mm. me, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But sometimes it's just I, in all fairness, I hate being on my phone. Like I hate just constantly being on my phone. Like I don't, I don't personally think it's good for you. Obviously, staring at a screen all day and stuff. Obviously, social media as well. Everything going on, I think it's, it's a bad place. And um, like I saw something with Saka today about him getting new. I think it was new building work to his house. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just dumb, just dumb stuff like that, really. And it's, I don't really like looking at all of it. And I, I try to stay away from it all, not, not get myself involved. But sometimes when I can message people back and re reply, like I do, love to, like I, do, I like to show my love and, yeah. and support to, to everyone and that. But sometimes it's, it's just crazy. It's you, too much. Do you understand, though, how much of like a, in, influential person, I don't want to say influencer, but how much of an influential person you are though? Yeah, when I was younger, I used to do it to all the players as well. Like I always used to message them, just, just hoping for a reply. Um, so I think to now sort of be in a situation where like younger kids that are messaging like myself and other players, like 
that's why I like to take the time out to 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 show my love to send send messages back because obviously for me it takes five seconds out of my day to reply but for them like it, it it'll mean however long it will um and like it's uh it's like a present to them in a way like to, to go show all their friends and stuff and then you have all the friends messaging me going oh hi <laughs> hi you missing my friend blah 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 so it's uh now you can see how much it means to them and that's what, that's what I think social media, that's what that's what it needs to be about, just influencing people and using your page to to influence younger and not even younger, like older people as well. Like I always get older people messaging me going like, is it too late to, to become a footballer or is it too late to do this and that? But my reply is just, it's, it's never too late. Like it's think, just different timings. I think it's all about balance at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Because yeah, definitely. I don't really like to be on my phone like that at all. Like so, it, but when when you have a platform like yours, I think it's always good for for you to like reach out and for fans to not think you're so far away. Like because when I was growing up, obviously, like players were just I'm not I'm not able to just message message Ronaldo when I was younger. Like the, the real Ronaldo, not 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 this Cristiano. I'm not able to like message him and whatnot. So for them to be able to message yeah. for you to get back, man, it's 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 a it's a good thing, man. And so, yes, and they wouldn't be messaging you if you weren't such a such a good player, man. So we're gonna go onto the onto the football now, and this has been a good year for you, man. It's been it's been a it's been a good year. Did you expect your year to go how it's been in terms of football? Nah, not not at all, really. Um, I think my main my main key was just just playing, just getting game time however long it was, um, whether I started as many games as I have and came off the bench. I think I've, I've I played every single game, really. So, I mean, just to take that away, I mean, it's, it's, it's unreal. Um, I think I got my 50th appearance a couple of couple of games ago as well and sort of looked back and gone, wow, like it's, I played 50 games already. And for my age, it's, it's crazy to think about that because growing up, you, you well, Personally, I, I never thought I would I would have my fiftieth appearance by my eighteenth birthday, and it was, mm. yeah, it was a it was a madness when I saw fiftieth um, appearance. And I mean, I'm just grateful for everything, really. Um, we'll see everything that that just comes with it. You just have to take it in, in both hands and just just grab onto it. Um, and I think it's just once you get your chance, it's just keeping your chance, and um, I think just just focusing on yourself and. I'm working hard throughout just to make yourself a better person and player. Um, but no, man, it's, uh, it's it's been a brilliant season. I can't I can't thank Blackburn enough. Yeah, how did you end up at um, that Blackburn? Was it a quick move or was it? I read somewhere actually you had like twenty minutes to decide or something. Like oh, it was it was it was quick, but it was last minute. Like it had to be bang bang bang, and I had to. I was at home, and then I had to fly back to. To Melbourne to sign all the papers, and then I think the next day, um, the next day I was either training or the boys had a game at Blackburn. Um, mm. So I think either yeah, I watched it. They're not in Forest, and the next day I was I was training. So no, it was uh, it was crazy. Looking back over the season now, um, how do you? I'm going to be honest with you. We like to be honest on this podcast. I really thought, and it's not just because I've got quite a few guys down at Blackburn. But I really thought Blackburn should have been pushing for promotion or playoffs. Sorry, playoffs. But you being within the team, how, where do you think it kind of went wrong or 
Like, yeah, what happened? If you can put it into words. In all fairness, I thought the same. Like, if like today in training, I was I was just thinking like, how are we not higher? Like the the quality in this team from bottom to top is it's a joke. Like you see Adam Armstrong, I think he's got twenty six leads. Yeah, twenty five or twenty six leads goals, and it's just like it's it's crazy. And I think in all fairness, we all wanted to finish higher and push towards promotions, but we had we had. So this is no excuse. We had major injuries and half of the team was, was miss, uh, missing. There was a time we had to play Jono at centre-back. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's just... Obviously, it's something that we had to get around, I think. It's something that we had to adapt to. And, like I said, there's no excuse. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a big part. Losing so many players and positions and having to fill people in positions that they're not comfortable or not used to playing, it's hard. It's... It's not easy to go and just do a job and then that's it. Um, especially when you're used to another position. Um, so no, I just think we've had we've had bad luck as, as well as good luck. Um, like you, everyone can see we're all capable of winning games and, and getting results here and there. But I think it's just our concentration. Really, we we just we just lack so many just needless goals um, that if we just concentrated that a little bit more it, like it you would have intercepted a pass or if yeah. we were just all on the same wavelength as well like we, we would have cut out so many goals um but I mean it, it's down to us players really um it's it's just it, it's a tough one for everyone I think everyone going into the start of the season thought look we have a we have a shorter promotion here a shorter playoffs um but unfortunately it's just not to be yeah I, I was talking to, when I was talking to John yesterday I was saying that um it's crazy to think you've got a striker that's got 25 goals in the league. Or maybe 26. It might be 26, actually. But let's just say 25, 26. And you guys are where you are in the league. It's it's crazy, isn't it? So, you know, you've got, the, you've got a, a really, really good team there anyway. Well, the, the basics and the foundation of a good team. So hopefully next season they can just, you know, build and, and push on even more. But yeah, you, definitely. you personally, on a personal note, like... Your your game by numbers. I mean, your yeah, your game by numbers. Yeah, forty games in the league, right? What, yeah, that six goals, eleven assists. Like you're flying, mate. And that's your first season. That's this is your first season in like full consistent men's senior football, and you've yeah. done that. What has been the secret? And if there is, if there even is a secret. You know what? I just, I mean, I'm just gonna put it down to just enjoying football. You know, okay, I just, I've ever, I've always in, enjoyed football ever since I was a young kid, and it's just whenever I go into like a game and like you look, you look forward to games and and um, like obviously training throughout the week and it's all built up towards the game. Um, and then when, like when you're in the game, it's just like you're in the zone. Like you, you get pumped up for it. You've had a good week's training or a good couple of days training, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And then it's just just going to apply yourself in the game, I think. Um, and I mean, I think recovery as well. Recovery has been been a massive part of, of um, keeping me fit for every game. Um, I've had a few knocks here and there, um, but that's all part of football. It's just sort of not playing through the pain because there's a point where obviously you need to stop and look after your body, but sort of playing through soreness and um, playing through knocks that 
some people don't really have the mentality. They they probably go, oh, I can't, I can't play because I'm not feeling right, or I've got a yeah. little got a little cut here and there. Like you, you hear it with so many people and so many players. But I mean, I just love football. I enjoy football. If I could, I'll play with like a broken arm or anything. But I mean, it's just I think just looking after your body and just just making yourself yourself one hundred percent each and each and every game and just going to imply yourself in the game and. Uh, and I've, I've always said this in, in every interview that I've done, it's just to show what people I can do. Um, mm. It's just, obviously, I'm not being big-headed or anything, but like I can, I know I, I sort of have talent here and there. Um, it's just applying it on the big stage. It's not all well and good doing it in training, but it's it's when it matters. Yeah. I think what, what has really stuck out for me when I watched you this season, because um, obviously I saw you a bit at Liverpool, obviously, like most people. And what has what has been evident this year is the maturity in your play. And when I speak to other people about you who, who have seen you play, they all mention the maturity as well. Like, where does that come from? Is that, is that a thing that has come from because you've been playing around, you know, good world-class players at Liverpool and then you now, you know, replicated that. Well, not replicate the world-class, but you know what I'm trying to say. Or... Do you think that's a thing that you just always kind of had? I think it's like throughout my my years, I've I've always played with boys higher, like in higher age groups, whether it's a year or two years above. Um, and I've sort of tried to stay in and around that environment. It's just like especially when I was younger, I used to we had like a big cage, um, like two minutes away from my house, and I always used to go then. When I was like, like 13, 14, and there used to be boys that like 17. Um, obviously you get smashed around and stuff and things just getting used to to where and where and when you can take your time on a ball where you, when you can when you need to pass it when you can dribble sort of thing um, I think it's just as I came through the years I've played with with men I've played with 20 year olds 19 18 year olds um, and then being at Fulham training with the first team like when I was sort of 15 um, like it's sort of you learn so much just, just even from one training session, you see players uh, do these things, you know, think, oh, I need to put that into my game or I'm going to try that. And then it just sort of, it just builds up, builds up, builds up. And then, yeah, it's just sort of, just just becomes a habit in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I'll just say it's from playing uh, just just higher in age groups, really. What was your, like, what's the main thing you've noticed um, like in terms of differences between, you know, youth, football or under, under 23s every now and then you play first team and just continuous first team football like what's the main thing you've noticed competitiveness when it's in in these games like training games like it's it's crazy you'd think like it's a cup final yeah um like some some players like go flying into other players and stuff and in a way, it's brilliant to be around because every training session is 100%. Every training session's fully intense and everyone is giving it their best shot. And it's it's what you need, really. It keeps you going. It's, it keeps you fighting for your place in the team and uh, in the squad as well. So I'd say just the competitiveness from what I've seen at like Fulham and Liverpool and Blackburn, like it's all been the same and everyone's just... At the end of the day, you're fighting for contracts and it's your job. Um, if you don't have a contract, then you're, you're kind of stuck, really. So it's... Just going into every training session, I think everyone's just giving one hundred percent, and it's it's nice. And obviously, whenever it's not that I haven't 
being used to the competitiveness because you have it in academy football as well where everyone's fighting for like scholarships and pro contracts and stuff like that but you don't see it as much mm. um and then like when you make the step up that's when you go oh, wow and then that's when you need to sharpen up and and just keep yourself going yeah i think that's that's what a lot of people don't realize um when you come into that men's football you're not just playing for yourself like these men are playing for their their mortgages and and you know their their bills and whatever so you can't you can't come up and and be slacking and, and whatnot do you get what i'm saying so that that is actually a yeah, real yeah thing. definitely that's actually a real thing but you mentioned um in academies a lot of players are, are fighting for you know their scholars and and whatnot like you're at that age now where a lot of um players might not have you know been offered pros do you get what i'm saying and 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 yeah. you know, that's that's actually a, a big thing with um, players getting released and not being offered pros and and then falling out of the game and struggling with that. I wouldn't say that's not a thing for you right now because obviously you're you're playing and whatever. But what would you say to to those players and 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 how hard do you think that that must be for them? Oh, it must. It's actually hard to describe what it must feel to them because. When I was younger, um, I sort of went through through that where I was really, really small and I got, I was like, I think nine or 10 years old and I got turned away from teams because I was too small. Mm. And I think then being a younger kid, like I didn't really know, like, understand what was going on. But for me, it was it was upsetting because um, like you make friends and then like, people, people go off in different directions. Um, but I'd say my advice is, you have to take a couple of steps back to take 10, 10 forward and it's it's just just keep working hard I think just keep keep trying to prove to yourself that you can do it um, obviously thankfully I haven't really been through that situation um, but I've learned I've learned so much from like my friends that from Fulham and stuff like that who haven't been uh, offered contracts and how they've dealt with things and um, to where they are now um, but I think it's it's, it's it's not obviously it is an option to give up but I don't think it is one as well like you sort of need to prove to yourself that I need this contract I, I need to show people why I deserve this contract more than the guy next to me kind of thing and whether it's moving down the leagues or moving down I don't know different different teams or dropping out to then go back in it's it's obviously whatever you feel comfortable with but I think if if you were in that situation my advice was just to just just to keep going just to give it 100 percent. obviously it's going to be hard and you, you're going to be upset but i think in a way it should it should fire you up even more just to to go and prove to these people why you should have you should have had it and you like prove to people why you should have had the contract instead of the other player um but obviously it's a, it's, a, it's different different situations for everyone i guess and everyone deals with things differently um but I've, I've always I've always stuck to working hard. Whenever I have bad games, as long as I work hard, obviously don't don't get me out of having a bad game. But it sort of it redeems myself in a way just to to know that I've I've gave my one hundred percent and run my socks off. Um, so I think it's just building up that fight and desire just to just to go and prove people wrong. Yeah, and you mentioned proving people wrong. You've come to Blackburn with. With almost like the wonder kid, Ted, you know, you, you know, you're not many, or at the time, seventeen-year-olds have your reputation in regards to, um, you know, the team they've come from and just their um, ability. Do you, do you still still maybe not so much now, but or even now, 
do you still step out on that pitch thinking you've got a point to prove because you are that Liverpool youngster and you know there's higher hopes for you and there's all this pressure on you? Do you step out on the pitch thinking I need to you know live up to that? One hundred percent. Like I said at the start, I don't I don't really feel pressure. Um, in a way, I, I enjoy it. Um, it just it just makes me want to prove to people more. Um, like all of these these tags that they're putting on top of my name, like I don't, I don't really listen to them in all fairness because there's so many, there's been so many stories about this, the next one, the kid, blah, 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 then nothing's happened with them. And sort of all these tags are just, just for show, really. Like it's, it, 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 it means nothing. As long as you're doing it on the pitch and X, Y, Z, then people can start calling you this, that and the other. Like you look at Ronaldo and how much he's achieved and people call him the greatest of all time. Like, Obviously, he can he can hold that because he's 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 had a point to prove and he's he's proven it to people. But I think personally myself, I just go onto the pitch thinking that not in the big head way, but I am the best player on the pitch and I can show people that have gave me these tags that I deserve them and that I can I can keep hold of them. Um, I think it's just like I said at the start, just just going out and and taking. Everything that's around you and um, all of, all of these names, names, and obviously with the nervous stuff, like it's it's excitement more than nerves. Like going out and playing football, what, what more can you could you want? Um, it's just stepping onto the pitch and just showing people who you really are, and just in a way showing that age doesn't really matter as long as you you you're focused and you've got the desire and and hunger. Um, you can you can achieve anything. No, hundred percent, and I think it's testament to you. And your performances and your drive this year, like, you know, you've been nominated for the EFL Young Player of the Year award. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, that's massive. I know you're gonna sit here all humble and whatever, but that's that's definitely like massive. And what does that mean for you? Do you get what I'm saying? No, it is, it is massive. Um, like I didn't, it's not I didn't understand, but sort of at the time I was thinking, oh, um, it's just uh, a nominee. I didn't I didn't realise how many people were nominated. And then when I saw I was in the top three, I was thinking, oh, wow, like this is this is a massive thing. And I mean, I'm just grateful to be nominated in all fairness. Um, obviously, at least they won it and fair play to him. I've, I've watched him throughout this year and he's, he's, he's been classed in every single game. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you've got to you respect um, um Obviously, other players in and around it, and just just show your appreciation and uh, to to people nominating you and stuff. And I mean, I'm all thankful for for being nominated. Um, but I say this all the time: if, if you come second, you don't matter. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, it's first or nothing. Um, but no, nah, it's a it's a big thing, and I'm just hope, hoping that I can get the uh, the Premier League nomination in the next couple of years for uh, for that. the young player. Um, you got that. You but got yeah, no, nah, it's it's big. As long as you don't, as long as you don't get ahead of Saka. No, I'm joking. I'll, I'll, I'll try to rubbish. <laughs> he's a he's a baller, man. He's a baller. I can't, I can't take it away from him. Oh, proper baller. But no, um, before we move on to like Liverpool stuff, you know, you know, you've had a good season this year, and, and obviously, you know, if you weren't comfortable within your team, you know, Blackburn, that like, a lot of it wouldn't have been possible. But who in the who in the Blackburn team really helped you settle down, or, or who do you like really get along with? In, 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 who are like the characters? He, he knows it's coming, and um, now nah, to be fair, I have to say Jono, he's he's been a legend, man. Since the first day I walked through the door to to now, like he's he's helped me throughout, and always dropped me messages here and there, see if I'm all right. And um, after games where we've lost, and 
Um, there was a Reading game where we lost 1-0 and I made the mistake for the goal. Um, like you saw, he, he put his arm around me and was like, look, you, you're young, you're going to make a mistake kind of thing. And he, he gave me a big lift. Um, but in all fairness to all the players and staff, really, like, they've made they've made me feel welcome. Um, since the first the first day, they've, they've made me feel at home in a way they've... Because sort of... Who's oh, calling me now, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, it's sort of like I wasn't I wasn't in my shell, but um, they made me just just be the person I am. Um, just just to to feel no pressure and just to to go play with freedom, go show people what I can do. And uh, yeah, and I'm, I mean I'm just thankful for for them even giving me the chance to to come to Blackburn and even play some games, let alone the amount I have played. Um, but I mean, I can't, I can't thank everyone enough. They've all been, they've all been legends towards me. Yeah, no, Jono's, Jono's a, he's a good guy. I'm not going to big him up too much. He gets too much love on this podcast. And also, it's his uh-huh. buddy. But no, no, he's, 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 he's a really, really cool guy, man. And, and from what, yeah, I, yeah. the people that I do know at, at the club, like there's a, there's a solid group of players. So even Benno, I know Benno's really good around the, around yeah. the club, like little teacher's pet. Benno's a legend. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a legend. Yeah, so, um, yeah, man, but all the best to, you know, Blackburn for the rest of the season and, you know, hopefully next season they kick off. But what we're going to do now, we're going to get into, you know, the Liverpool stuff. We're not going to spend too much time there because, yeah, I don't want to make it just about Liverpool. Sorry, this chair. This chair keeps messing up today. But, um, yeah, Liverpool, so obviously you are, you know, contracted to Liverpool, massive club. You know, did you realise before you got there? Obviously, we all know it's a big club, but how different is it when you're actually there realising just how big of a club it is? It's mind-blowing, honestly. It's it's even like the small things, like my first pre-season tour um, was Scotland, I think it was. Mm. And just to see like all the fans there, I was thinking, this is a pre-season game and it's, it's mm. it was sold out. I think there was... A hundred and something thousand fans. What I, I remember, like walking out for, for yeah, literally it was it was crazy. Um, we played, uh, I think it was Na- Napoli, might mm. be Napoli, and uh, I just remember walking out and just seeing everyone. I was like, oh wow, like it, it was just it was it was mental here and everyone seeing like because the year before, obviously I used to go to the games as a fan and used to sit there singing the songs and now actually being on the pitch wearing the shirt. And listening to the fans singing it, um, whilst like you're playing, like it's, it was a surreal moment, really. Um, I just even like wherever we go, there's just so many people there, um, cheering, waving. Um, like you don't, you don't actually realize. Like it's hard to explain. Um, like when when you're not there, like you actually need to, need to see it. Like it, it's, like I said, I, I can't really describe the love that everyone has for for the club, and it's, it's just crazy. And I'm just. I keep saying this, but I'm just thankful to to be in and around this environment and to be in and around, obviously Liverpool fans, which have like Blackburn really made me feel welcome ever since I first walked through the door. Um, like whenever I go out in, in Liverpool and that, they're always they're always saying, uh, "Oh, good luck, blah blah, you're this, you're that." Like they're always always supportive, never never giving out hate. And obviously, people that have bad games. I know I have bad games, but they always they're always there supporting you and this. this when we play, it's like having a twelfth man on the pitch. Like you sort of see it now, the results. That Anfield thing is is, is no joke. 
And we've yeah. seen it this, this year when where Liverpool hadn't lost at home for however many years and suddenly they're they're losing. And you know, obviously, you know, that's not ideal, but how much do you think, you know, how different do you think that would have been if the fans were actually there? It would have been it would have been a lot different. Um it's like like I said, it's it's like they're the twelfth man. They're always there to give us the kick, whatever. Wherever the score is, whether we're winning or losing, they're always on top of us. They're always wanting us to do better. They're always cheering us on. Um, and I think it's just they're they're a big part of this club. Um, like like every 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 fan is uh, to their clubs. They're they're a big part, and that's sort of why we do it. Just for the fans to get so they get their enjoyment. So so it's just putting on performances for them really, as well as ourselves. Um, at the end of the day, if they're happy, we're happy. Um, and this whole lockdown stuff and COVID without no fans, it's it's been a tester, I think, to, to loads of clubs and I mean to fans as well, showing their support from home. Um like it just it just proves how much football means to everyone. Yeah. And that you had quite a few um, because obviously you were at Fulham when you were younger, um, well before you got to, to Liverpool, and you had quite a few suitors. Um, I don't know how deep into the story you can go, but um, what was it like meeting Jurgen, <laughs> and 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 like why? What was it about meeting him that made you go there? Because obviously you went to go. And, you can talk about, it, but you went to go to all these different teams, and they were trying to get you, and you know you opted for Liverpool. To be fair, it was obviously supporting Liverpool. As a kid growing up, um, my family supporting Liverpool as well growing up, and that was on my mind as well. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's, it's all about football. Um, it's all about whether you're going to be given a chance to play and whether um, you get the opportunity, basically. And what I found out with these other clubs, like it was, they were a bit hesitant to to sort of say yeah, you're going to get the chance or no, you're not going to get the chance. It was sort of beating around the bush in a way. Um, and I mean, all these clubs, when I visited them, like the facilities they all had were, were amazing. And um, like just to to go and experience the life in, in, in different countries and how, how things work, it was, it was just amazing to see. Um, but just with Jürgen, it was just, Ever since the first second I met him, I was like, yeah, this is where I want to be. Like he, The first thing he did, he come up and give me a big hug. And I think for a manager to do that and have a, have a big smile on his face, it's, it's just, it's nice to see. And you just feel, you just feel welcome. You just feel um, calm. You don't feel like, oh, I need to impress or I need to sort of um, say or do the right things. It's just, you can be yourself around him. And it's the same with everyone at Liverpool. Like everyone's, Everyone's just just themselves, and I presume outside of football. Um, it's gonna, just nice to be in. I thought he was going to tell the story about um, <laughs> the, um, the dressing gun. What's that? What dressing gun? You know, with um, when you, when you first met Jurgen on the island. I'm oh gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, to be fair. <laughs> To be fair, my uh, my brain went blank there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pulled up in a dressing gun. You meet him for the first time. Pulls up in a dressing gun, and are you thinking, yeah. what's, what's going on here? I was, 
I mean, it was just, I think it was just his personality, really. It's just, he's a, he's a, he's just such a, a calm and composed guy. Like he's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's hard to explain. Also, you can see what he's like on, on camera. He's always fine. He's always grinning. And he's, he's always having a laugh and uh, having a joke around and stuff. And yeah, I mean, for that to happen the first time I ever met him, I was just thinking, it, it was just, it was amazing to see. Yeah, no, I, I really love was. that because it, it kind of, in a mad way, I can imagine it just relaxes you because straight away you're just like, mm. oh, this is a normal guy. Because I can imagine meeting other people, other teams, they're probably showing up in all their suits and, you know, doing all the corporate stuff and whatever. And, and for you to just go somewhere, especially because you're just a normal guy yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? For you to just go yeah, somewhere yeah. And just comfy, comfy in their dressing gown and whatever, just kind yeah. of, you must have just thought, yeah. But your mind was surely already made up even before you met him. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, to be fair. And, I mean, like I said, it's just growing up supporting Liverpool. And then the way I saw it, it was like it was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So you don't really know what the future holds. And I was just thinking to myself, if I don't take this chance, um, will it ever come again? And um, just even just to be in and around top players, like you look at the likes of Mo Salah, Van Dijk, Henderson, uh, obviously the list goes on. All, all of the squad are, are amazing, um, unbelievable players. And just being in and around them and training with them, um, what I've learned in the year that I was, like my first year with Liverpool, it's like I was a complete different person. Mm, yeah, and when you first got there, or even just training with them, is there anyone, obviously they're all great players, is there anyone that you played with or trained with that you just thought, this person actually unreal like ridiculous you know what Firmino I knew he was going to say it this guy when when he's on the ball you, you just can't get off him it's, he's a joke just the way it's just uh, I don't know it's just like a Brazilian thing like they're all technically so good even Fabinho and even Alisson to be fair like when they're on the ball they're just all technically so so good um, but no Firmino's a joke in all fairness they're all when I, you don't you don't like look at what they're like in training and everyone has their different qualities and you can see that why the class is one of the best teams in the world because everyone there is, has talent everyone has skill everyone like, they're all there to work 100% and um, but no when, when I first saw Firmino I was just watching him like I was I was just dazed watching him because it was what he was doing with the ball it was it was just un unbelievable yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that, man. And and I think the, the big question that everyone's probably wondering or, or asking is um, like next season. Obviously, for me, I would love to see you back at Liverpool and, and you know, you know, playing regularly and everything. And I don't, I don't think there's a reason why you can't. Do you get what I'm saying? Because when I look at players like Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones, who have, who have made the step up to playing regularly and have done well, is that something that you look at and you think, why can't you do that as well? Definitely, definitely. I think even last year, um, I felt see, it, it takes time to to get in and around, uh, in and around the team, get used to the environment, get used to the playing style and stuff. Um, but I thought thought to myself, like I, I stepped through the doors, thinking, yeah, I can I can play, um, like I feel ready to play. Mm. Um, Obviously, I've got a few few appearances here and there. Um, and then took this loan uh, with Blackburn, which I personally thought was would be the best for me. Um, so I had a chat with, with Jürgen as well. And 
he said, look, go and express yourself. Uh, this will be like the best thing for your career. Um, so just go and get these games, go and go and get this experience. Um, and then, yeah, um, he said, I'll just support you 100% as well as everyone else, really. Um, so, yeah, uh, next year, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go back thinking that I can get in this team. I've, I've had this experience and I feel ready. Like I said, I have 50 appearances under my belt, which is it's, it's a lot for, for a teenager. Um, so, I mean, I feel I feel 100% confident I can go in and challenge. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it in a way. I'm looking forward to the fight and and to just to show people that I'm a, I'm a different player and I'm, I'm ready to play if I'm called upon. Um, obviously, it's not going to be given to me like that. I need to work hard and need to to train. And when I do get my chance in the game, just make sure I, make sure I take it. What would you say your best position? Obviously, oh, that's a... it might it might evolve as you get older. But right now, where yeah. would you say? I'd say I'd say right wing. Right wing. I, I enjoy I enjoy, I enjoy being out wide and it's sort of. Just you versus the left back in a way, um, like it's just a one v one battle, um, which is it, it is nice. It's just who can get the who can get the better uh, the other person. Um, but I, I do like playing the ten the ten role as well. Mm. Um, like it's it, it's a hard one because against some teams they they set out very defensively, and that's when I prefer to be out wide where there's not many people condensed in the middle of the park. Um, but when, like, for example, when I'm outside, uh, out wide, it's it's just nice to get the ball, obviously dribble past the player. Um, but yeah, when like we played, I think it was Norwich, um, and I came on as like an, a false nine, number ten. Oh, yeah, it was so ten. nice to sort of just, yeah. yeah. That was just it was just nice to to just get the ball and have because there's not a lot of space. Because always, always there's always going to be people on you, but just to get the ball turned, just just be able to. Just do what you could do, like Fred passes through and, and get shots off. Um, but to be fair, I, I enjoy playing everywhere really. Just wherever I'm called upon. Like I, like I said, I just love football, so I just I just play wherever. Yeah, I think that's the game where um, Grant Hanley spoke well of you after the game. I don't know if you heard. Yeah. Oh no, no, I, I heard a little bit. Yeah, and no, he, he said you were uh, unreal and you're such a good player for someone your age. Uh, you know, fair, fair, fair play to you. Do Do you notice as the season went on? Obviously, you're getting these plaudits. Did you notice um, that defenders were, or opposition, were a bit more, you know, wary of you? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I think there was a time where there was like three people on me at once. I don't know what game it was. I can just remember <laughs> there was a picture, and literally, I had the ball, and there was just three people around me. I think a fourth was coming over as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's annoying to be man marked and sort of obviously they're being told to, to sort of take take me and the creative players out of the game um, so it's annoying but in a way it's just it's just funny to look at it, um, especially being young like myself and for them having to do that sort of it's just funny it's just funny to look at really yeah okay cool last last couple of bits for me um, how hard has it been for you watching from the outside so to say in regards to Liverpool season I think it's hard as well as any other fan. It's, I mean, I, I get frustrated looking at it and sometimes I just need to think to myself that I, I play for them. So I need to sort of settle down a bit. But it's sort of where the fan side come out of me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to watch these games and they're not 
playing well or we, we, we were losing uh, or drawing it's sort of no, no one likes to see it um, I've experienced it with Blackburn like we, we've, we've been through a rough patch and I suppose Liverpool are going through a rough patch as well but I just think it's just just keeping that desire and just keep keep focusing um, like I said no one, no one wants to see us lose no one wants to see us draw it's just win 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 basically and that's, that's technically our motto just to, to win Um if you look at the past two, three years, our win record at home, um, and then sort of go and lose it, and then I think we lost five, five on the bounce at home. Um, it was it was frustrating to see, but I mean these players are big players. They're they're world class players. Um, they're all they're all sticking together, I'm sure, and the coaching staff will be sticking together with with the players and just keep battling it out. I think they have so much, see great talent in and around the team to just flip the switch on like that and then go and perform every game um, but I mean we're all human at the end of the day we're not we're not superheroes and we can't keep winning every single game as much as we want to um, but no it's frustrating for everyone I'm sure it's frustrating for the players as well I mean if, if I'm talking on, honestly as a fan of football I always thought this season was going to be difficult because it's, it was always going to be so hard to to maintain that level four or five years going, do you know what I'm saying? So I, I expect yeah. like a dip and I don't think it's something in the grand scheme of things to be worried about, do you get what I'm saying? Like I still think Liverpool are going to make Champions League. Um, I still think next year, next season, they're going to be one of the teams, you know, fighting fighting for it. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, what I did also want to bring up with you very quickly, you've played for um, the younger years, England. Huh? Were you yeah. a bit disappointed when you didn't get a call up? To, I know it's a couple of years above, but were you slightly hoping, like, or looking out for that England under twenty one outside that like, call up? Yeah, of course. Um, like I said, you always sort of got to, you've got to aim for the for the very top, um, and it's 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 an, it's annoying, but you just have to take it on your chin. Really, obviously, there's top class players in that age group. If you look at likes of Hudson Adoy, you've got Curtis Jones, you've got Eze, uh, you've got Dwight McNeil, and uh, Ketia. The list, the list goes on. There's so many, there's so many ballers in that age group. Um, but it is frustrating. Um, like I sort of I aim for the top, and I, I want to get to the very top. Um, but it's just just about being patient, really. My time will come, and it's just like I said with everything else, just just making sure I take it, and just just working hard, and just just showing people that. I am ready for these step-ups. Yeah. And um, very last bit. Obviously, right now, we're in this time with, um, you know, where we're trying to stop, you know, the abuse that players are getting online and, and there's a, then there's the um, stopping racism and everything. And the Liverpool captain, Jordan Henderson, has actually been a very big, you know, he's actually had a, a very big voice and it's actually been refreshing to hear. What's he like as a, as a captain, like, personally? I don't think no one appreciates him as much as they should. Like Henderson, he's he's an absolute legend on and off the pitch. Um, like I mean, I, I can't say and I can't say enough about him. Like he's 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 a he's just a top captain. He's he's what everyone wants in a captain. He's he's a leader on the pitch and he's a leader off the pitch. Even but for me, he doesn't do it for the reaction. Ooh. He does it because he wants to do it. He wants to 
have an effect on things. He wants to to put things in line and he wants to to show that everyone can sort of everyone can be on the same page and uh, just bring people up with him. And I mean, he's like everyone else, ever since I first walked through the local door, he, he greeted me well. He's he's always took me under his wing. He's always been there if I needed the the kick up the arse and was like, like, come on now, let's go, let's go, kind of thing. He's, he's always on to me working hard in training, um, always wanted me to, like, be the best possible person of myself, really. Um, but like I said, no, you, you just can't say enough about him. Um, I can say so much nice things and so much situations and stories that, that have happened outside. Um, but he's just he's a great captain and a great player. He's someone that I look up to a lot. Um as well as obviously Steven Gerald as well. He's like a he's like a clone of Steven Gerald really. He's, he's I mean he's just he's just a legend. Um and people can see it um outside uh like in the outside picture how much he's doing for everyone. He's set up these these accounts for for people to come out and speak about things and uh, it just shows what a great person he is. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I was one of those people that didn't appreciate him until like the last two, three years. Because I was always like, no, nah, I'm not Jordan Anderson. I'm not having him. I'm not having him. But then the more I looked at his impact um, on the Liverpool team, and then like I'm talking about when they're playing. And then, yeah. and then um, when I saw how influential he was off the pitch as well, you can't help but you know, put your loyalties aside and, and you know, and respect respect him for, for what he's doing. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and that's the, for yeah, me, that's definitely. the best way because I'm speaking from a, from a, you know, I don't like, as a fan, I don't like Liverpool because they, recently they've been getting the better of us and I just, I'm just not having that. But, um, you know, for me to then turn around and say, look, Jordan Henderson, I have to respect him because every club, in my opinion, you need a player like them. You need a player like like Henderson. Do you know what I mean? So definitely, definitely. You know, but no, listen, Hubs, my guy. Thank you very much for this. We got there in the end, and you know, I know your time is is precious. I know people always ask you to do stuff. So thank you very much for coming and coming on the podcast, man. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope. No, you- yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. No, man. It's listen, guys. I hope you hope you lot watching have enjoyed this. Um, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. Can you quickly tell them to subscribe, please? Make sure you subscribe, okay. and I'll uh, you'll get a message message from me as well. Huh? Uh, oh, I they you do, they'll get a message from me as well. <laughs> no, no, no. They send they send me proof that they've subscribed to you. They'll get a message from me. Oh, I love that. Love that. You hear that? Sending proof that you subscribed and you get a message. I mean, I'm not going to hold you into that because that's that could get a bit mad. I don't think he knows his platform that he's that he's. I'll, I'll do as I'll do as many as I can, as many yeah. as I can, as many as I see. I'll do it. I'll do it. But, um, no, I love for that man. And yeah, guys, make sure again subscribe, like, share, keep following Harvey on his socials. Follow me, Dapo CEO, and the Carrot Attack Pod. Follow up, up all our socials. And if you're lucky, if Harvey agrees when I end this, there might even be a little giveaway for you guys. So um, yeah, in a bit, guys. Um, take care.